Imagine burning sage and you pass out because you're the evil spirit. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another wonderful Wednesday and an episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m. Did I just say Monday? Every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. My name is Tom, and I am your host, and as always, I'm in the studio with, well, most times, with my friends, uh, but we only have one in studio today, so... um, Introduce yourself. I guess it's hello there, Jay Bear, aka your boyfriend's boyfriend. And uh, Trish is off today. Trish uh, could not make it because she's currently at the theater, at the Schubert Theater, tacking six, the show six. So I have six. Six, yes. S I X. Not sex, uh, but six. Um, so. The beautiful thing about, you know, Broadway shows is that before they go and they do, you know, their big thing, they usually select small theaters uh, so that they can tech the show, work out the kinks and do all of that good stuff. And then they move on to, um, you know, to their venues uh, of choice or where they're going to perform and and do their seasons. Um, We were lucky enough to have the cast and the production of Six come and tech their show at the Schubert Theater in New Haven. And on Monday, I had an opportunity to go down with my best friend Jack and watch the show. And when I tell you, this show was incredible. It was absolutely like mind-blowing. The vocals, these ladies are so talented. And, um, And if you're not familiar with Six... I'd like to tell you a little bit about it. Please do. So um, <laughs> so Six basically is a musical. It's it's a newer musical that's been um, making its rounds around the, the, the theater scene regarding the six wives of King Henry VIII. And, um, and so, you know, you have all of these six amazing, beautiful, absolutely perfectly like casted, super diverse cast of women that are coming on the stage for 90 minutes and giving you a show that is just absolutely incredible. And so the the saying goes, right, for those of you who are history buffs or are into like, you know, British history like I am, uh, you know, you have your first wife divorced, the second one beheaded, the third one died. Then there was a fourth one divorced, the fifth one beheaded and the last one survived. And so that is the order in which these ladies um, met their fates, right? And their histories and, and their fame is tied to King Henry VIII um, of England. And uh, interestingly enough, you know, they go into really amazing details about um, how each of them, you know, sort of kind of fell into their predicaments. It's funny because just one had a different name. It was Catherine, Catherine, Anne, Jane, Anne, Catherine. Right. So it was Catherine of Aragon. She was a Spanish queen. Um, She was divorced. Then came Anne Boleyn. She was beheaded. The third one was Jane Seymour, uh, who died 
childbirth or shortly after giving birth. And the fourth one, this is the interesting one. So this is Anne of Cleves. She's a German princess uh, who came to be known to the king based on a portrait. And so when she arrives at court, she looked nothing like her portrait. What did you say she he got? He got catfished mm-hmm. via portrait. Right, in pretty the, much. In the 1500s. Yeah, in the 15th century catfishing <laughs> at his best. And um, yeah. But anyway, the show was amazing. And the one thing I love about the show um, and the many iterations that currently exist out, out there in, in the theater world is that the cast is very diverse. For example... Um, the cast that we saw at the theater, I believe one of them was Latino, or at least she spoke Spanish very well. Um, we had uh, two black sisters doing their thing out there with their vocals. We had, you know, uh, representation from the Caucasian uh, community. So overall, I mean, these ladies are diverse, as nice. diverse as they come. And other cast in different areas are showcasing, you know, for example, some Asian um, counterparts. Um, so you're really seeing a really diverse cast of people nice. that are just wowing you on stage the music is fantastic the energy is crazy uh and overall i'm really happy that i got a chance to to see them while they were attacking their show nice have you ever seen a show tacked on on broadway no do you know the concept of uh of teching and what happens basically i mean it's kind of like the trial run so you can work out all your as you mentioned earlier your work kinkies. out work all your kinks and 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 get that show in perfect working order before you head to the big show. Right. So the thing, the interesting thing is that, and, um, and it, this is very good. Um, Anthony McDonald, uh, I believe, oh God, I hope look, look him up because <laughs> okay. if I mess this up, Trish will kill me. Um, he is um, the director of, of the Schubert theater, right? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Schubert Theater. Yes. yes. Anthony McDonald. He <laughs> is he is the executive director of the Schubert Theater. Thank you. I got his name right. Um, he comes up and he, you know, says hello to everyone and thank everyone for being able to join them. And while they're attacking the show and he starts explaining some of the things that could happen, which is really interesting because they could be performing. And if they feel that something wasn't right, they'll stop and start over. Right. And so they warn you ahead of time. This isn't the full fledged show. Yeah. But, you know, there's a possibility. That's awesome. Um, But that didn't happen. It was nonstop 90 minutes of just insane performances on that stage. Nice. And there's only six women and like four people playing music in the background. That's (laughs) it. It's not a huge cast. Yeah. So it's a tight knit cast. So. But the it was incredible. It was incredible. That sounds like so, a fun show to watch. So I recommend it. Go watch Six the Musical. Um, not Sex, Six. Excuse my accent. Um, but it's amazing. I'm excited that I got to see it. And uh, it's called a pop concert spectacle featuring the six ex-wives of Henry VIII. Well, I mean, can they still be considered ex-wives if they're? Well, well the last so. one is not an ex one because yeah. she survived him. That's the way right. it's. Uh, that's so the way it's- it, it was Catherine. The last two were it was Catherine Howard and then Catherine Parr. She's yeah. the one that survived him. Gotcha. She got lucky. Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. survived. That's right. <laughs> so um, anyway, but that was six. And um, if you get a chance, just you know, if you get an opportunity to see the show, even when it's in full production, get your ass out there and watch it because it is 
amazing. Check it out. So what did you do um, this since we last spoke last Wednesday? Um, nothing as fun as you, obviously. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did we not invite you? No invites. That's okay. No, that's it's okay. It was on Monday. Well, yeah. Um, Monday, actually, I stood home because I had to have my truck repaired. <laughs> my muffler was sounding louder than normal. Mm. So I, I had to stick a pipe in it. Yep. We had to get a new muffler put in. So, you know, so now it's quiet. Oh, dude, I turned on the truck. I thought I got in the wrong car. <laughs> It's like driving a spaceship now. It's so freaking quiet. It's amazing. I know, because the last time I had to go in your car to move <laughs> to it. To move it. Last week, Wednesday. Yeah, to move it up because I needed to bring the trash cans out. And this fucker like parks half of his the ass of his truck in the middle of my driveway. Mm-hmm. I turned it and I'm like, oh my God, I think it's I'm loud. Yeah. I, I, my butt started vibrating. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a lot of yeah. hemi up in this motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, what's funny is when I bought the truck. Mm-hmm. Which was during the pandemic. This is straight talk now. Yeah. By the way, when I bought the truck, um, you know, it, it it was loud like that. So I assumed it was just a muffler. You know, it just right. has a tough sounding muffler. It was from a reputable dealership. Well, there was a hole on the catalytic converter on the top side of it. Ah, so you couldn't see it, and that's why it was making noise. <clears throat> so eventually, after using it for a while the hole got a little bigger and mm. the noise got a little louder and well that's sort of kind of what yeah, happened yeah so you know it loosened up a bit yeah so it just it, it got to the point where when i went camping on the way back home i was like this shit is too loud right i was like this is louder than normal so of course i went to the you know i went to my friend's garage and i was like can you take a look at it let me know what's going on i'm sure you know that i found a small hole on the catalytic converter but so the muffler was rotted like from the midpoint back. So it was starting to fall apart. So I took it in just in time. Wow. Wow. So, so I mean, it's no different for those that go to the TikTok and, you yeah. know, and spend two to three hours down there and come out with their whole lot, their larger whole, <laughs> lot larger than what it would be. Um, but it's the truth. Yep, it's so. the God honest truth. Um Interesting. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it was a very low, low key weekend for me. Um, yeah, same here. I I organized bingo as I always do for my mom and her friends and and my friends whoever wants to join and we did that on Saturday on Sunday I was lazy I did nothing but then I worked at the bar and then Monday the on Labor Day that was supposed to be my last Monday off from work. Well, I was not ready, so I took another Monday off. So I was also (laughs) off this past Monday, and you know I I just. Tried to just chillax and did a couple of things. I bought me a 25 foot long flagpole. Nice. So it, it, I got to put that the sounds sleeve. like a project. In, in yeah, the that, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she's got to get her handy homo hat on. Yeah. She's got to go outside, dig a hole that's at least two feet deep, put the sleeve in, let the concrete cure, and then slide the pole in. Sweet. You know, us and our sticks and poles. And your poles. So, and then I'm going to order a brand new, um, very hefty pride flag or rainbow flag that I'm going to fly on that pole. You know, like people will probably be like, well, are you not going to put the American flag on there? It came with one, but no. The whole purpose of me buying that pole was to display my gayness in full glory. Oh boy. So, you know, and this is 25 (laughs) feet. So, (laughs) So this fucker's going to be high. (laughs) 
Oh boy. That's I'm going to be a sight. On yeah. social media oh, absolutely. We'll I'm sure. It. Yeah, my weekend wasn't as exciting. But yes, yeah, Saturday was my granddaughter's birthday. So oh. we went out to dinner. My Wait, is this your oldest? No, not Kylie. Luna. She's uh. the youngest granddaughter. Oh. Of the pack. <laughs> little baby Luna. Yeah, little baby, little baby Luna just turned nine, right? Jesus. Yeah, these kids where are growing. Did, where did the time go? <laughs> yeah, so we went, out, we went out to dinner, which she wanted to go to Chili's. Okay, Chili's. Yeah. So eat fries. No, wait. I don't remember. I, don't I, I haven't been. I haven't been to Chili's and baby back, baby back, Chili's, baby back in a side of barbecue sauce. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Out of all the food there, believe it or not, they do these um, quote unquote uh, street corn cobs, which is supposed to be like the Mexican, you know, the, with the cheese and the right. Those that was the best thing on the menu. Really? <laughs> and they're like a dollar, dude. <laughs> Mm. A dollar extra as a side order. We ended up taking four to go. <laughs> no, I like I like the steaks at um Outback. I yeah, those are nice. Yeah. And of course, you know, there's always um what's the other one that's over Fridays? No. TG? Mm-mm. The steakhouse. Rubies. Rubies. Um Texas Roadhouse. Oh, Texas. Oh, man. Oh, Whatever they put in that butter. Yeah. Like that shit is delicious. They have the sweet butter, isn't it? They ha- it sweet? has cinnamon, yeah. and it's it's it's, it's whipped, whipped and so it's, yeah, it's like fluffy. you put it on that soft bread that they like. That's a diabetes person's like worst nightmare. Yeah, trust. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that. So listen, um, while we went live, it is six fourteen p.m. here on the East Coast. Yes. Um, we do have um, an announcement that I wanted to talk about briefly and perhaps maybe go over because we are doing Pride Week in New Haven. Yes, we always do it in the month of September, and the New Haven Pride Center has taken an absolute, um, you know. They went balls deep in in organizing events and making sure that people um, have access to programming that is absolutely like top notch. And um, so today's Wednesday. They had a panel earlier today at 12 p.m. Obviously, that's gone. They had another event um, where fat is not a bad word at 3 p.m. That was live stream on YouTube um, and Facebook. So I'm sure if you go to the New Haven's uh, Pride Center's website, you can catch those uh, rewinds on their site. But they have a drag on edge event at 7 p.m. tonight doors open at six at gotham city which is located at 84 orange street and basically drag on edge celebrates connecticut drag artists whose art exists outside of the box of mainstream drag meaning that they may not be a drag performer but they're Drag art nonetheless exists. And um, so it's very interesting. It's $20 if you buy your tickets in advance or $25 at the door um, the day of if you go today. So you can go to newhavenprizecenter.org to find out more information, to get the link to purchase tickets, and also just, you know, head up to the event and do that. So, but they have other things coming up. So, um, on they're also on Facebook and Instagram. That's right. Just, just And Twitter. That's right. At New Haven Pride on Twitter. So on Thursday, which is tomorrow, they're going to have a panel at 12 p.m., which will be streamed live on YouTube and Facebook. And the panel is called Queer Geek Culture. Uh, This connection between the queer community and the geek nerd culture is undeniable. And so you'll get a little bit of, um, you know, insight on what that community or those two communities how they merge and how they work uh within our within our 
our, you know, communities. So check that out. And then they also have uh, another panel at 3 p.m., which is also going to be streamed live on Facebook. And this one is about queer elders. And um, and this is important, right? When you think about queer elders, because slowly but surely, we're going to get there. I mean, I already feel like I'm there. And so, <laughs> Some mornings. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see how centers all around the country are taking an opportunity to acknowledge the fact that um, queer people go through adulthood or their golden years very differently than heterosexual couples and at times may have more difficulty finding services or being rendered services adequately because of, of the fact that they may be part of the community. Correct. Right? Everything from abuse, everything from... You know, situations that, you know, just no one would ever want to find themselves in. And so I think this is a really good opportunity for us to tune in. I I would like to tune in tomorrow at 3 p.m. and watch that because, you know, we're going to get there. And so I want to see what what our our elders are going through and how we can help and and make it a little bit easier. Absolutely. You know, know, not only services, but, uh, you know, even when they're out and about. You know, right. in, in venues, uh, you know, you always hear that, you know, oh, here are the old queens hanging out, you know, which is, right. I think, a shitty. <laughs> right. <know? laughs> uh, uh, so like, we, we have to keep in mind that, you know, you're young and you're having a good time and it's fun. and But you'll get there. But you'll get there right. eventually. So, you know, that that cute body and, and the nice face. Mm-hmm. Is, <laughs> Who are you telling, girl? <laughs> you Who are you telling? I had that. No. I mean, yeah. I often like see, for example, when I when I go to some of our local spaces, you know, one of my favorite spots um, in New Haven is is 168 York Street. Absolutely. But yeah. York Street is also known for being very, um, very, very um, amazing to our elder community. And yes. it is a revered space. So you get to see a lot of older gay men, women, bisexual, um, or, you know, just members of our community in general. And you see when these little younglings walk in and they're like, you know, you know yeah. it's like, let's go outside because it's, it's, it's they start getting like, all these twitches in their face. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like these people had amazing, I'm sure they had amazing lives growing up. They could have had some difficulties that you, as a result of their hard work, didn't have to face. Yeah, absolutely. And all you can do is smile, say hello and, and keep it moving. Yeah. There's no need for, keep for the cordial. Keep right. it cordial. Right. There's there's no need for the bitchiness. Don't you don't a, know what people don't be are going a drag. Through. Yeah, don't be a drag. <laughs> so um, that's interesting, and that's happening tomorrow. So if you're interested, you can also again go on the newhavenpridecenter.org website and look that up. And then there's a concert. It's called Pink Naval and Indigo. Mm. They're spelling it I N D G A U X. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Indigos. I'm gonna assume the X is silent, Indigo. right? Because it could yeah. be french so indigo doors open at 7 p.m the show starts at 8 and that's located at the state house which is another venue in new haven um there's more information on the website there um interestingly enough on friday we have yet more panels uh this is one of the things that i love is that they have amazing guests come and do amazing live streams and these are all free Right. You can go to the New Haven Pride Center, go on their Facebook page, go on their um, their their YouTube channel and 
access all of these amazing conversations for free. They're going to have another panel at 12 for Rainbow Capitalism, another one at 3 p.m. for Transbians, and then they're going to do a pageant at Partners Cafe. Woo-woo. Oh, nice. So this is where we've worked. They do it every year. It's called MX Pride. Um, and it's a pageant that um, has no gender. Anyone can participate if you feel like you are a drag queen or you are a gay man or you are a pansexual or you are anything that you want to be. It's open to everyone. All right. And so um, it's not one of those gender specific um, pride. Cool. Yes. You know, like um, pageants, like it's not Mr. Gay Connecticut or Mrs. Gay Connecticut or it is open to everyone. That's so awesome, if someone from the bear community wanted to go and run, you know, for MX New Haven, you can do that or MX Pride. Nice. So that's awesome. And uh, and then Friday, uh, that was Friday. Saturday, there's Pride Fest. So that's gonna that's the big event that's gonna um, happen on the New Haven Green. I will I will be there. So are you coming? I have a family event in Massachusetts, but I may I will pass through. Okay. So I will try to make an I will try to make an appearance right. for my so fans. That goes from twelve <laughs> midday to seven PM. And uh it's basically a, a lineup of entertainment, drag queen performers, um, you know, speakers, um, Miss October, um Melee, Crystal Melee, Stars. Right. Um is gonna be part of the performers. They're gonna have live music, activities, food. Food truck galore, oh, which is you stopping know, him. No. This fat boy <laughs> loves it. Info booths, yeah, a right. lot of good stuff. Right, and so you'll get an opportunity to, um, you know, see other local nonprofits like. Um, Where's our gay talk shirts? Oh, oh God, we have to make some. We have to make some. We need to work on. That. I have a tank top, but it has the old logo <laughs> on it, and I don't like to use that anymore. Gotcha. But we need new ones. Um, but um, a place to nourish your health, which used to be known as AIDS Project New Haven, mm-hmm. will have a um, will be there, um, and their office is actually their their center is not too far off from the green anyway. Yes. Um, then there's going to be a burlesque extravaganza from eight to ten at one sixty eight York Street Cafe. And most likely they'll do this out in the patio. We were just talking about 168 York and how you should, you know, respect your elders. And then the Pride Fest after party, which, of course, is, you know, it's just your dance fest. You can go into the bar, drink, dance and party hardy. Um, That's uh, at Gotham City Cafe. And then lastly, on Sunday, there's going to be a Pride Drag Brunch, which will be held at... De Amo Tequila Bar, which is located at 182 Temple Street in New Haven. And then Tea Dance at York Street from 4 to 7. Nice. So it's going to be a fun-filled nice week. Full, yeah, full yeah. of events. That's a lot of good information, a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, so all of this we're going to post on tonight's post. So if you can't figure out that it's the New Haven Pride Center.org, you can always go to gaytalk20.com. And we'll have this information plastered. Not only links, links, links links galore. Um, So that's all I have, but I'm excited. I'm really excited. I want, and you know, I want to take a moment to really acknowledge Patrick. Yes. Um, And Patrick Dunn, who is the executive um, director of the Pride Center and his staff have been working like tirelessly to make sure that this Pride Center, which is one of the few that are left in this state, um, 
provide these services for these youth and for people who need it. And it's incredible the work that he has done in the past five plus years. And, um, you know, he's great. Yeah. I mean, and they have, um, I'm like still going (laughs) through their calendar. There's stuff going on through the month of September. I mean, there's so much that's happening. That's awesome. Yeah. They do a lot of programming, a lot, especially a lot of online programming for individuals, a lot of panels, a lot of us guests. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I was there years ago, Um, you know, different people, different personnel running the the pride center. And again, I was just involved with the youth group um, compared to what was available then a lot more. I guess it's also more visible because of social media. Right. Before it was you print up a flyer and pass it out. And so we've come so much more, uh, you know, a, a long way based on how information was distributed. And I think this is a amazing. Right. Amazing. It's, it's only 2022, right? <laughs> and it's me. hard to think of it, but we didn't start getting Facebook until about 2004, 2005, right? Yeah. iPhone and Android didn't come out until like 2006. Yep. And so, you know, our means of communication today didn't exist when we had to do paper flyers, you know. Um, Did I ever tell you that Trish slammed the previous director of the Pride Center at one point in time? And um, we got a response via email, like, almost immediately uh, because of it, which led to a really good conversation. Trish is now also on the board of directors (laughs) for the Pride Center. Um, But it also, you know, and they promised us changes were coming, and holy shit that they... But they they, did they kept their word. Right. <laughs> they yeah. kept their word. It happened. <clears throat> and honestly, I mean, I, I don't, I don't even know who the director was of the Pride Center when I was with the Center Youth Group. Right. To be honest, it's it's sad to say I, I should know this. I. Right. I know that. Um. I had <clears throat> Frank. Oh God, what was his last name? I love Frankie. He's such a sweetheart. Um. He always used to um do drag as Dorothy with his red slippers. Oh, um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh God! But no, I know it wasn't him. It definitely wasn't him. It but was, he was—he well, he was yeah. doing a lot of work with the yeah. center. He was such a—he still is such an amazing person. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, but I would love to. Um, so catch a lot, up with a lot him again. of yeah, a lot of great changes. I Frank wish uh, to Mayo. I think that uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I wish a lot of this stuff was available when we had our kids there, and that's my thing. Like I go back and I'm like, damn, this this stuff is is amazing, <laughs> you know. Uh, the panels are insane, which is great. It's right. so much info. It's and diversity, right? Yeah. Like yeah. once upon a time, chances are if you were listening to a panel, um, most likely it would have been a panel of a lot of cisgender white people. Yes. Um, or, you know, the, uh, just white people yeah. in general. Now you're seeing a lot of, you know, different communities taking charge of their yeah. destinies and their futures yeah, to, to experience stuff like this. Mm-hmm. When I was involved with the youth group, we would have to go to the true colors conferences right? with our kids. You know what I mean? That, that that's what our kids look forward to right. at that point, because it was the only place where, <clears throat> excuse me, information like this was distributed, available and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, everybody was welcoming and accepting. Now it's more of a everyday, well, I shouldn't say everyday thing, but it's much more accessible. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. Right. 
That's amazing. So great job uh, to Patrick Dunn and the team at the New Haven Pride Center and for all of the Pride Centers all over the U.S. that are doing such amazing work to keep programming and spaces, safe spaces for our youth and for others uh, to use and utilize. I think it's important. Um, So if you are in a position and can do so. Um, we encourage that you support your local pride centers, your local rainbow centers, because the work that they do is invaluable Absolutely. for our youth and for you know members of our community. Especially if you're in Florida. Yes, yes. Especially with the don't say mm-hmm. DSG. Bill. <laughs> Thank you. The DSG. <laughs> the DSG bill. Who was it? The, the, was that yeah, you? Yeah. Okay. DSG. We're going to call it DSG. Um, all right, so um, we've got a couple of other things that I want to talk about um, that I thought were interesting uh, on today's show. Um, now that we got that out of the way, again, newhavenpridecenter.org. Go check out the programming and uh, get up to date. And if you can, show up and be there. I will. Um, got some stories. Got some stories. So Let's move on to our juicy stories. Our juicy stories. Luke? Are we so, talking about Luke? Oh, do we want to talk about him? Hold on. Let me, let me bring up his picture. So <laughs> Hold I, on. Gonna... I want to talk about this little sexy, hunky, hunky, chunky, poppy, mm, yummy. <laughs> all of it. All of it. All the feels. Um, this little sexy man, which I've loved him as an actor, by the way, for a long time. His name is Luke McFarlane, and uh, he's been in Brothers and Sisters. And we talked about him a little bit in yes. last week's episode because yes. we were talking about Bros, yes. which is a new movie that's coming out. Um, and um, and I thought it would be interesting because I've always thought yeah, I mean, he's super sexy and, and I loved his character in, in Brothers and Sisters. He was the boyfriend to one of the brothers for the family. Sally Field was the mother. Um, you had, um, you know, uh, one of the actresses from Dexter. Yes, was the sister. Um, trying to see his his um, movie. His movie. His, well, his uh, career. See what he's been in. <laughs> he's been in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of things, but mostly I remember him from Brothers and Sisters. He was just incredible, yeah, and he did one of the. Uh, Oh, single all the way. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, right. I saw that. That's right. an awesome movie too. Right. That was one of those Hallmark yeah, you know, yeah. one of the first gay Hallmark movies, um, which was really good as well. Um, but let me <clears throat> let me find the story here. I may have to pull it up. Please don't open it in the wrong in the wrong one. Single all the way. That's what, what the, okay. he acted with the Moreno. Uh, so uh, this Canadian actor, um, you know, revealed some juicy details about this new gay, um, you know, gay, sexy. Uh, some of the gay things really in the movie Bros, which is, you know, coming up, to, excuse me, soon in the film which is co-written by his co-star Billy Eichner. Um, it is the first queer uh, queer romantic comedy to be backed by a major Hollywood studio. Wow. So that in itself is huge, yeah. right? But one thing that comes with, um, you know, the gay lifestyle, and this may not be true for a lot of people, but for the most part, mm-hmm. we're a very sexual um, community, we're very sexually free and, and fluid and, um, you know, we, we, we like to enjoy the pleasures of the flesh, as Diana of the Mascara calls it, right? Absolutely. Um, and, and we're not afraid 
to to explore and experiment and do different things. You know, most of you know our relationships for the most part tend to be very unconventional uh when you think about you know open relationships and things like that so it's pretty cool but there was one thing or the thruples the thruples one thing that he absolutely said no to which i thought was like yeah i probably would have said no to because i've seen this in a couple of porns that I've watched here and there. And I I'm just like, why, why would you need to do that? And so basically he goes, there was one thing that I flat out rejected when, um, was asked if we wanted to include in one of the sex scenes that we were doing for the movie. And he goes like, I think there was that moment where Billy, Billy Eichner was like, should we spit at each other? Um, Emma McFarland said, I was like, nope. Uh, he was like, that scene would have <laughs> taken place after they were play, uh, they were play wrestling. Um, and Eichner and McFarland's character ends up having sex during that scene. And he was like, um, should we spit at each other? I was like, no, like, I wouldn't want you to spit on me. I mean, you can spit on my dick if you're like, you know, jack it off or whatever. Cause I mean, it, you don't want to do that dry, but yeah. no, but spit, uh, some people get into yeah. that spit play I'm not hating. yeah yeah i'm not hating i mean honestly again it, if we're it, looking it takes, at this yeah i think it takes uh quite a bit to do it as a as an act mm-hmm. for a movie yeah um if, if you're into it you know shame hey you like what you like some people like sucking on toes right that's true <laughs> so, so luke you can spit on me now you can spit. <laughs> but then again and then again <laughs> You have the misconception. You say, you know, you automatically say spit, and people right. automatically spit. There's some you want to spit on the body, and it's not necessarily that way. No, sometimes so, it's, like it's on right the into the mouth, or right into or the mouth, right? So, um, um, it, it, some I, people I, don't have the stomach for it. So I, yeah, I've seen some, you know, freaky, freaky stuff shit. and porns <laughs> that you know, like. For example, you know, people exchange semen. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, Mama Kim, if you're listening, I'm so oh, sorry. Girl. But this is this don't is look the topic. up snowballing, Miss Mama Kim. No, let me start. <laughs> this is what we're um, this is what we're discussing today. Um, see, all 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 things go nuts and crazy when Trisha's not here. Yeah, she's not um, here to keep us in order. So McFarlane, who, uh, 42, he's 42 years he's 42? old. 42. Oh my God, he's so cute though. Yeah, he, uh, he plays Eichner's uh, Billy Eichner's love interest in the movie in a re- recent interview. Uh, McFarlane reveals the mechanics of setting the scene up, which uh, of the potential scenes handily, re- you know, a lot of a lot of the scenes that he has to set up with Billy, um, who's a comedian, by the way. So yeah. can you imagine trying to like get into a sex scene <laughs> with and a comedian your, and your co partners, like your your co your co actors, making you laugh or you know taking? Well, it I think it'll make it easier to film certain scenes sometimes, right. but yeah, right. it definitely does got to be a lot of edits there <laughs> so the, the thing is so and and this is another thing that i think the movie um will probably spark a lot of uh conversation around the whole straight acting thing right yeah. because um variety um who interviewed mcfarlane uh says that his character aaron is uh in bros is um, basically a straight acting and appearing attorney with serious commitment issues, adding that he spends most of his screen time shirtless and in a T-shirt, which I am completely okay, okay with. Okay with that. Um, so, you know, there, there's there been a lot of conversations in yeah. our community about straight, straight acting? acting gays. Well, I don't think it's straight. Uh, 
Like, what is a straight acting guy? You're, what, you're what a gay am I, man. Well, we can, without bringing up names, right? Mm-hmm. You, you would never tell he's gay. Right, but... He, like, and he's my best friend, but it's not because he's my best friend, but he, he doesn't... He's not very... And I think, again, here comes the labels, right? Right. You're gay, so you have to be flamboyant. Either you're flamboyant, hey, you're cute, or you're extra flamboyant, hey, girl, and the whole <laughs> night, right? No, but, so, but I think but, so... But people assume, I think this is just the norms, people assume you automatically hear gay and you expect to right. see a certain persona, right? Right. Um, so straight acting, I think, is kind of another bullshit label. But then, um, you know, well, you're for just me you. it is. For <laughs> yeah. me it is because here's the thing. What exactly is straight acting? Exactly. Right. A straight person is a human just like anybody else. Why can't <laughs> yeah. we just say you're a human yeah. who happens to be a little bit more um, masculine than your typical yeah. gay person like me? And it doesn't necessarily mean that he's. Not about him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm not saying this oh, person individually. They can, individu- they can turn se, into but, a Mary in yeah, the head really exactly, quick. Yeah, exactly. No, but, but the thing is, you know, my thing is this. Um, I, I've i seen a lot of, like, really horrible, like, things posted on, for example, social dating apps or hookup apps yeah. like like Grindr and, and Scruff, right? Yeah. And where... People will post on their profiles, no queens, no femmes, no fats, no, yeah. no Asians, yeah. no, no this, no that. And I'm like, who are, what? What the fuck's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> You're on a gay app looking for a gay man to hook up and have gay sex. Right. But, but they, you, they can't be too. You can't be too gay. Right. Basically. Yeah. Fuck so I'm like. Yeah, it's it's a touchy subject, and you know I have my opinions on it. I think it's just ridiculous. I I think that if you don't have anything nice to say about anybody, don't say anything at all. But berating and del- belittling someone um, just because they don't meet your standards is. I remember once uh, a friend of mine was invited out to lunch hmm. by another friend, right, mutual friend who worked at a banking institution, right, and. The night prior to the meeting of for lunch, he sent the message. He was like, please uh, be careful what you wear. Um, try not to to act too, quote unquote, gay. I would have been like, I'm not going. And he was like, thank you for the lunch invite, but I'm not coming. Decline. Yeah, Fuck absolutely. You. I was like, like, I was like, you know what? You should go. And then I'll show up wearing pink and highlights and acting a fool and be like, girl, yes, I would be a fucking fool hot just shorts. to embarrass the shit out of me. I have never, ever allowed anyone yeah, to tell me that I can't some, some be me. Yeah. yeah. I'm me in every space that you know I've put myself in very dangerous situations, (laughs) but I am me in any space that I go to. I'm like, you know, if if it gets me punched in the face, guess what? I'm punching someone right back. Absolutely. You know, but um, I I can't at my age. Why am I going to allow somebody to tell me that who I am is not enough or I should keep at bay? Yeah. But but I think getting back to the subject, straight acting, you know. There's just individuals that that's just the way they prefer to be. Period. You know, it's, and that, and it another, is what it is. Another thing that um that they noted in this particular publication is that they have what they call a sex, a gay sex coordinator. 
coordinator. That's a thing. Okay. So they come into <laughs> the set and they sort of kind of try to work with the director in the best way to showcase gay sex. Okay. I was like, that's a job. I guess so. I want that job. I mean, I, mean, I don't know how good I'd be at it, but I expert, want, I, expert I, level. <laughs> I want that job. Missed anyway. meat expert level. No. Anyway, that little <laughs> that little cutie, Luke, Luke McFarlane, he's, he's going to be in Bros. He's handsome, uh, and I'm sure that we'll, yeah. you know, we'll see him in many more things. Absolutely. But you said that he had a you had a list of of all the things that he's worked on. Uh, but what do we got? What do we second. got? Let me go back to it. Go into IMDb and and look up his name. Or oh yeah. I, uh, uh. So, you know, just <clears throat> movies and TV shows. Yeah. I can tell you brothers uh, and sisters. Brothers and sisters, single all the way. Mm-hmm. A Valentine's match. Chateau Christmas. Mm. Killjoys. Taking a shot at love. Christmas in my heart. A shoe addicts. Confessions. I think that says. Mm. There was rumors that he was going to be a version of a Superman. The birthday wish. Christmas land. Oh my God. He's got stuff for days. Sense and sensibility. Just add romance, the memory book. I'm going to go the night shift rock, paper, scissors. That looks Mm. like a horror rock, paper, scissors would probably be that situation. It was like, okay, over there. I get it first. So you get it first. (laughs) Mercy. Am I bending over first or you're bending over first? He's on platonic with, um, what's his name? Um, what's his name? God. I totally think that Marvel should like create a, a, I'm sure that there's gay superheroes. Shame on me for not knowing that. Yes, there are. And then, ca- and cast him. To play. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, him. yeah. I mean, can you imagine, or even DC, can you imagine him and Henry Cavill standing next to each other? Like that much hotness on the screen. Like picture him. Henry Cavill's in that, uh, what is it? That, he's that Superman. New- no, no, but he's in that new TV show. My wife's crazy about it. Oh, I don't know. He's, uh, oh my God. Wonder what it is. It's a medieval type show. He has white hair. Oh, The Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. It is, okay. it is a good show. Good show. No, but imagine, okay, so imagine, imagine Luke, imagine Henry, imagine uh, Idris Elba, Sahari, like, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I, I've never, I've never really been attracted to 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 black men like that. Idris Elba is. There's just something sexy about him. His voice, his character, Michael his B. Demeanor. Jordan. Yeah. Oh man! I, and, In no, Black no. Panther, are you kidding me? Well, he's really? got an awesome body. I gotta give him that. Michael B. Jordan and Black Panther, amazing body. He's got a cute face, but to me, it's childish. Not childish, but to me, he looks very young. Well, I mean, Idris, he is Idris, absolutely. Um, God, who's another actor that I absolutely love? I mean, Denzel has always been one of my mm, mm, training day. Me. Yeah, when he was wearing that beanie cap, oh, you can get it, boy. I, I, you can train me in that car all day long. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I always thought that he was super uh, amazingly hot. Um, yeah, I just think Idris Elba's. Um, mm, doesn't he play Hamdall? Heimdall, Heimdall in, 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 in Thor. In Thor, yes, yeah, and we get to see his, his, his son. son. <laughs> um, Love and thunder. W- we finally watched Thor: <laughs> Love and Thunder. Um, Jay and I. That was two weekends ago, yeah, right? Last week. Last week. Last week. Yeah, Jay spent a couple of nights here, yep. and we ended up watching movies. Um, yeah, interesting. 
Amazing. Amazing. I'm like, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, bros, <laughs> when are you coming out? It. When are you coming out? I want to see you. Um, so that's that. Um, and then I want to move over to uh, probably one of the last stories that we're going to talk about for today. And that is of actress Angelica Ross. Um, and if you don't know who she is, she is one of the cast members, a very memorable cast member. She played Candy uh, in... Um, Pose, Pose, which was one of the most celebrated, diverse, you know, trans cast in in in, in TV history, um, which ended sadly um, right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and this particular actress, you know, she she gets killed off um, in one of the episodes. Um, but nonetheless was a very memorable one. Like I remember a lot of the shit that she did and her, like, um, her goodbye, like, you know, people celebrating her life was amazing. She was like, came out with the big hair and the Diana Ross number. And, and it's all about, you know, family and, and, you know, ballroom. And it was just incredible. Anyway, Angelica Ross has just been casted. Well, she has been casted for a while, but she is set to make history um, as the first trans actress to play the role of Roxy Hart in Chicago. So she is slated to Chicago um, the musical. The musical, right? Um, so the the actress who's now forty one uh, will join the long running production of Chicago on Monday, September twelfth, as Roxy Hart, a fame seeking vixen who murders her lover and lands herself amongst the merry murderesses uh of cook county jail let me tell you that that profile that picture they have of her mm-hmm. um, on the article she is smoking hot she's beautiful she is smoke 41 imagine i, that. I know chicks half her age that don't have a body like that yeah, she's beautiful. She's yeah, beautiful, she's and she's amazing. Man. Very talented. Oh, absolutely. Um, and again, you know the work that she did on Pose. She's done other works as well, um, but she's also a theater geek, self-described theater geek, and someone who's been into theater for a lot. And she did a lot of work in theater. And so, for her, when they asked her, you know, are, are you nervous? She goes like, you know, I got this. Basically. She's like, I absolutely got this because she's done this before. Yeah, she spent. Amazing. About 12 years in community theater. And, um, you know, she is a person of color, a trans woman, beautiful, um, successful. And I think that this is more of the stories that we need to be featuring. This is more of the things that we need to be talking about and elevating people who are doing amazing things. And I tell you, that entire cast of Pose was just incredible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody, everybody in that that show, amazing performances. MJ Rodriguez, when you think about, you know, Billy, Billy Porter, you've got, you know, Angelica Ross, you've got all of these amazing, um, you know, actresses, um, Dominique. Oh my God. She plays Electra. Yes. She's when she's reading the, the, the uh, white the women, white women in the restaurant, that in was the restaurant over, friends. you know, where were they? They were in, in the Hamptons, <laughs> the Hamptons. Um, <laughs> I thought that good. was classic. That was good. But no, this is great, and and I think that uh, it's well deserved. Kudos to her, right? And so, um, she basically just said it's just different ways of playing characters. Even as a black trans woman, I'm not playing the role as trans, but I've been 
Uh, I've had to navigate spaces where I've had to speak in a certain way or in order to be taken seriously or professionally or be listened to. So I'm just hoping to add these little colors that people will appreciate. Um, And, you know, she went on to say that her spirit feels so ready for this moment and I'm just over the moon. Um, And so are we. So are we. I think it's I think it's great. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see. So I'm not sure if this is going to be in New York. Um, so I know that she's doing the play, but I'm not sure where this play is going to be taking place because I don't think actually it does. It says Chicago in the musical of Chicago. Uh, it's going to be in New York city. So obviously oh, it's nice. going to yeah, be in New, New York. York, August 24th. Well, August 24th August? came and went. Um, she's set to Monday, September 12th is her um, opening night. Oh, nice. So, that's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations to you, Miss Thang. You better work. <laughs> um, so what else we have? I think we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. And um, those are two good stories. I, I wanted to, um, we were talking outside of the, cons- the constraints of, of what we decided we were going to talk about on the show today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last week, um, Her Majesty oh, yes. Elizabeth II passed away. And it is said that she was a silent supporter of gay rights. And Mama Kim sent us over one of the the stories that we chose from Mama Kim's Minute highlights um, some of the things the queen has done. Um, But I I have an issue with that. Yeah, I I was kind of reading over um, that article find it anyways what but, is but, a silent supporter <laughs> like i know that some of the people in her life i'm sure the people that you know tended to her to her majesty the queen um i'm sure she had gay friends right gay people around her um yeah so in 2013 it says in the article that she sent a historic equal rights charter mm-hmm. supporting lgbtq people in the in ceremony to mark commonwealth day on the 86-year-old monarchs, gave a, uh, she gave a speech endorsing a new agreement between the Commonwealth nations, stating that the uh, signatories oppose all forms of discrimination, whether rooted in gender, race, color, creed, political belief, or other grounds. Uh, the words other grounds were said to refer to sexual orientation. Right. Um, but the thing is, it, it, the queen yeah. is... <laughs> The queen's role in in government is it, it's it's how how would you say um, she's a constitutional monarch? So it's just basically um, you know she really has no power, yeah, right. So it, while she signs this little declaration, was it an act of parliament, right? That was passed that in, in twenty thirteen. Britain legalized gay marriage right. after she gave her royal stamp of approval, yeah. which is what they're stating on the. But article. her royal stamp of approval wasn't needed. <laughs> yeah. Parliament can pass laws without the Queen's consent. I mean, she she opens Parliament, right? But it's her role is ceremonial, yeah. basically, yeah. is what I was trying to say. And then the, the what I take 
what I'm really bothered by is the fact that, you know, they say she was a silent supporter. You you can support the community, but bitch, you better be vocal. Yeah. Like, you have one of the biggest microphones in the world. She was the queen of England or the UK and all of the other Commonwealth nations. And at one point, you know, very young in her in her younger years, she was the empress of India. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You have a big ass motherfucking microphone. <laughs> Use that shit. Use it. And, and, I, and again, it's all political clout, and yeah. and you know you're looking at you gotta look at the history as well. Silent you know? supporter. Yeah. It's it's Silent a supporter. it's a way of appeasing mm. people without pe- without saying it right. out loud. You know what I, I mean? That's know, just, just basically it's all political games. You know, um, while I'm obsessed with the English monarchy, not the the, the current members, I'm I'm obsessed with with the history of the monarchy and the turbulent times especially around you know the 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 era of the tudors and and before um i don't know it's just like to me really it makes no difference i'm not a a a british subject i'm not she's not my queen she is her you know her majesty the queen where she used to live um but now we have we have a king Right. And it's it's weird because when a monarch passes away, mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know, um, long live the queen. Obviously, they've been saying that for decades because yeah. she celebrated so many jubilees. Um, as soon as a monarch dies, whoever the next monarch is, whether it's a king or a queen, they would say long live the king or queen. And I just find it a little like weird. It's like she's not even cold yet. And you're already saying long live the current king, right? Yeah. It's, it's just weird. Well, then they say the minute she passed, he automatically became king. There's no ceremony. And it's automatically, boom, right into the role. Well, I, I think so he has to go through 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 the ascension um, ceremony. Yeah, right? but it's all um, ceremonial. Because right. they were saying in the news, you know, the minute she they announced her death, right. Richard automatically went into Charles. King Charles III. So did you yeah. know that a monarch in in certain um, kingdoms, because there's several, Spain has a monarch, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Denmark has a monarch, the British people and the people of the United Kingdom have a monarch, that instead of using their, their given name, they can choose a regnal mm-hmm. name. Yes. So Elizabeth was given this option when she was like 19, when her father passed away, she was very young. Yes. They asked her, what is going to be your regnal name? And she was like, what are you talking about? My name's Elizabeth. And that's how she ended up being Elizabeth II. Elizabeth II. Same thing with Charles. So Charles, you know, he could have said, okay, I want to be King George VIII or who knows how many Georges (laughs) there have been before him or, or clearly there were two Charleses before him. Um, one of which I believe we revol- revolted against. Okay. Um, was it was it a Charles when the colonies revolted against the crown? I think it was a Charles. May have been. Could have been. I don't know, but, I don't know. So he's anyway. He's Charles the Third. He could have chosen any other name. Like really, you go through your whole life being called Charles, and if you really didn't like your name and you had an opportunity to choose anything, you kept Charles. So, Charlie likes what he likes. You know, and and interestingly <laughs> enough, Queen Consort Camilla, mm. I don't know how I sit with that. Like, I loved Lady Di, right? Diana Spencer. Um, and immediately as he ascended, his son's now, uh, his son and, and his daughter-in-law, so William and Kate, became the... Um, Prince and Princess of Wales? Yes. 
So is she the Wales. princess? She's a princess. Consort or well, no, she's a princess. princess? So prince and princess okay. of Wales, right? They used to be the duchess, the uh, the duke and duchess, duke of, and duchess of, of whatever it was. Cornwall yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so so they they move up. They also take in that title because that's a title that's given to a monarch in waiting. Prince gotcha. of Wales. And then Hans, thanks Hans, um, <laughs> was making fun of me on Facebook because I, instead of saying Wales, W-A-L-E-S, I spelled Wales as in Wales that belong in the ocean. So, but I didn't correct it. I left it like that. People knew what I was talking about, but thank you, grammar police. I love Hans though. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just don't know how I sit with, you know. Queen consort Camilla. I mean, she yeah. wasn't even supposed to be there to begin with, but the queen finally gave in and said, "Sure, we can give her that title when I die, <laughs> not while I'm alive." Not while I'm alive. Um, <laughs> but you know, it happens. That's the way it goes. But yeah, silent. That, silent. There's always just, those family feuds, whether they're mm. out in public or not. It, it's always there, <laughs> and it always gets out, especially yeah. when it's it's you know the, the bochinche, boche bochinche, the tea, the tea, the tea honey. <laughs> They're serving tea and crumpets up in that motherfucking Windsor Castle. So that's what happens. You know, and, and interestingly enough, and one more thing before we wrap up <laughs> before. the monarchy, the, the royal family of England, they're not even English, they're German. The German. You know, they changed their last name during World War II to Windsor because they needed to do something to disassociate themselves from Hitler and everything that was going on in Germany during that time. I was like, oh, interesting. So the the English people, uh, the Anglo-Saxon English people of the United Kingdom is being ruled, or at least have a monarch who they're not even English. German descent. They're German. So there's that. All right. And that... Is how the cookie crumbles. That indeed is how the cookie crumbles. So we're going to, of course, start wrapping it up. So um, I'll take Mama Kim's minute. Sure. All right. Do I want to give myself? All right, ladies and gents, this is Mama Kim's minute. We, I miss Trish. Uh, Laverne Cox is set to star in a new sitcom about a trans woman from the South. Uh, you can click on that link on tonight's episode post. Queen Elizabeth II, a quiet supporter of LGBTQ rights, has died at the age of 96. Some information on that, which you can click on, of course, on tonight's post. And finally, our actor Luke Evans addresses rumors that he could potentially play a gay James Bond. And we're talking about Luke Evans, not Luke McFarlane, Mm -hmm. which we just talked about earlier. Both are equally hot. (laughs) Both can spit in my face. All righty. <laughs> so I'm going to move on. Jay. On this day in gay history brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBTQ podcast. Thank you, sir. <laughs> on this day, September 14th, 1986, in the good old state of New Jersey. Garden State. I've never seen a garden uh, ever in my uh, life. Have you- well, let me not go there. Death of Leslie Blanchard. I've Blanch- seen Bush. <laughs> Bush. Plenty of Bush. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. I think all the gardens were covered by all the dumps. And, well, that's true. <laughs> so, not knows? one garden. A lot of Bush. No, no gardens. No Bush. 
The death of Leslie Blanchard from AIDS. Blanchard dies in the arms of his partner of 10 years, Miguel Brashi, I believe. It's the way it's pronounced. I think it's Brashi, yeah. Only Blanchard's name is on the lease for the apartment they shared. This leads to the 1989 case Brashi versus Stahl Associates Co., in which it is ruled by the vote of four to two that a life partner is legally a family member and protected by rent control law. So this was in New Jersey. Yeah, of course. Interesting. Yeah. And this was 1986. 86. Right? That's... And this was at the height of the 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 pand- pandemonium that was not knowing what AIDS was. Yep. Right? They were yeah, still in the People were still paranoid or even talk or touch people and right you know gay men were dying in hospitals by themselves nobody wanted to go into their rooms and visit and you know it's insane and and to think that you know this decision was made back then bravo new jersey you may not have gardens but you have balls (laughs) bravo bravo (laughs) all right ladies and gents i want to thank you all for uh joining us on tonight's episode i know we missed trish she'll be back next week uh if you love the show make sure that you go subscribe rate and review on your favorite podcasting service by subscribing to our show you get the latest and greatest of our podcast episodes delivered right to your device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published you can also support us on patreon which allows you our listeners to support the show with a monetary donation which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more so um jay next week we do have an guest from what i, I recall but i can't remember so yeah. trish we may stay we put, tuned right <laughs> stay tuned. she didn't update the, i mean she had the episodes wrong on the calendar but it, i love it her. happens i miss her so there, i'm almost sure I, if i recall we did mention that we would have a a guest and something something's week. coming Something's, something's happening coming. so something is gonna start spitting out <laughs> of somewhere um we'll make it happen yep um all right so uh we're gonna try this let's go <laughs> go ahead you, and now you, here's tom you're gonna no you um, you want to oh, do it yeah oh. i'll do it why not okay, all right we're gonna screw this here, up royally here's jay with a, with a weekly let's try that again let's try again. all right ladies and gents here's jay with a weekly reminder for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep your buttholes on point yes we are talking about the future method i'm gonna toss it over to you let me give you the love oh boy thank you and get the view Get the future method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing your chances of injuries and STDs. The first of its kind, yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Doctor developed formula by gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today and they have a powder now so for traveling needs for travel right so you can travel light absolutely so no liquids in the plane i'm proud of you jay you rock that we kind of sort of did it yeah yeah, we did it (laughs) i think trish will be proud all right this is all you and i guess it's time to put a ring on it and as always wait wait, this one Our show is available on our website, GayTalk20.com, on their audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. You can also find us on social media, Facebook at GayTalk2.0, Instagram at GayTalk2.0, 
Twitter at GayTalk20. And you can also email us at GayTalk2.0 at GayTalk20.com. You better work, you motherfucking function. I need another beer. Take a, <laughs> take a deep breath, girl. You almost <laughs> ran out of saliva there. All right. And if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab located at the top of your web browser. There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us a voice message with your questions the phone number is 334 gay talk and if you need all those digits it is 334-429-8255 don't forget we do stream live every wednesday at 6 p.m eastern standard time and you can access that live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com with that ladies and gents that is our show thank you and have a good night bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish.